Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. like to thank W.J. Pierce for creating and performing our music. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Thorn and Cross Haunted Nights Live. We're your hosts, Alistair Cross, and I'm here with my co-host and collaborator, Tamara Thorne. Thank you for joining us. Uh, before we introduce tonight's guest, here's Tamara, who's going to tell you what we're working on now. Uh, we're working on waiting for our books to come out. Uh, my novel, Brimstone, comes out in a couple of weeks uh, in June. It's uh, a coming-of-age story that takes place in 1968 in a little town called Brimstone. The Brimstone Grand Hotel, owned by reclusive former movie star Delilah Devine, looms high on Hospital Hill, harboring long-buried family secrets that whisper of unimaginable horrors, horrors that will echo down through generations. Within the walls of the Brimstone Grand, the past has come back to life, and Holly Tremaine and her grandmother Delilah are faced with an ancient familial evil that rages just below the old, ho- old hotel's serene facade, an evil that won't rest until it possesses Holly, body, mind, and soul. And in July, Alistair's new release, The Silver Dagger, it's book two in the Vampires of Crimson Cove series, picks up where the Crimson Corset leaves off. Life in Crimson Cove has been good to the Coulter brothers since Gretchen Van Treese was staked and her horde of vampires scattered. But when she rises from the grave, the brothers are torn apart, their lives and the peace between them shattered. Meanwhile, a serial killer is stalking the little mountain town, leaving a trail of blood that leads to a truth shared. Ethan Hunter doesn't want to face. The streets are no longer safe, nor the forested paths for a new and unknowable evil has come to Crimson Cove, and everyone, vampire and human alike, must come together in order to survive. Alistair. All right, and uh, yeah, Brimstone, for those of you who want to get a a pre-order a copy of that, that's Tamara's novel, Um, June 15th is the big day. Uh, it'll be uh, you can get it in ebook or paperback by just going to Amazon.com and uh, you can pre-order your copy of Brimstone now. Uh, and the Silver Dagger, uh, it will be out by God sometime <laughs> in July. <laughs> I am determined. Uh, and if you are interested in in vampires, uh, uh, you can also check out. Uh, it's the second book in the series. The Crimson Corset is the first book, and the uh, Silver Dagger is the second book in the series. And if you are into that, you can also check out uh, its companion novel, Darling Girls, which is a Thorn and Cross collaboration. Um, also, uh, our latest installment in our serial novel, uh, Ravencrest Exorcism, is out, and that is uh, part four, and it's titled Retribution. That's available now at Amazon. All right, again, you're listening to Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live. You can learn more about what we do at our websites, which are alistaircross.com and tamarthorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at thornandcross.wordpress.com. You can tweet us at, at crossalister and at tamarthorn. Or you can visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook. For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at AuthorsOnTheAir.com. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, LLC. Tonight, we are joined by the one and only D.P. Lyle, who is, among many other things, 
the Amazon number one best-selling, also multi-award-nominated author of 18 books, both nonfiction and fiction, including the Samantha Cody series, the Dub Walker thriller series, the Jake Longley thriller series, the Kane Harper thriller series, and the Royal Pains Media tie-in movies. For many years, he served as International Thriller Writers VP for Education and ran Craft Fest, Master Craft Fest, and ITW's online thriller school. Along with Jan Burke, he was the co-host of Crime and Science Radio and hosts the podcast series Criminal Mischief. He has worked with many novelists and with writers of popular television shows such as Law and Order, CSI Miami, Diagnosis Murder, Monk, Judging Amy, Peacemakers, Cold Case, House, Medium, Women, Women's Murder Club, 1-800-MISSING, The Glades, and Pretty Little Liars. Quite a, quite a uh, resume. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always, have, we're always <laughs> glad to have you, Doug. Welcome back to the show, and uh, yeah. what's going on? How are you? I'm busy and having fun and glad to be here. Awesome. All nice right. to hear your now, voice again. <laughs> yes. Uh, your latest book, Sunshine State, is the third in uh, the Jake Longley thriller series. Uh, uh, how? Uh, what can you tell us about that? Well, it is the third in the series, and of course, Jake is an ex-baseball player, uh, pitched for the uh, Texas Rangers, and then injured his arm, and he ended up buying a bar and stuff down on Gulf Shores, uh, in Gulf Shores, Alabama, which is where he's from, and his dad, Ray, is a ex-spook type, you know, CIA, whatever, nobody knows what Dre did, but he owns a PI agency, and he's always dragging Jake into his stories, um, reluctantly. Jake would rather <laughs> drink in the bar and chase women and hang out and basically float through life, but Ray is not that way. So, you know, there's that conflict. And and in this story, Ray gets uh, hired by a serial killer <laughs> through Ooh, a benefactor uh, who is yeah. in the Rayford prison in North Florida, and he killed uh, seven people and confessed to them as doing seven consecutive life sentences, uh, with obviously without parole. And the reason he didn't get the death penalty is because he confessed to all of them. Well, now um, he is saying that uh, Billy Wayne Baker has said that I didn't really do two of them. And I want you to prove who did them than that I didn't do them, even though he confessed and his DNA was found at every at every crime. And so, obviously, that sets the story in motion. Wow. Oh, and it set great. you up for a really challenging premise <laughs> 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 to work with. <laughs> hey, it's my own fault. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You're like, let's see, how can I possibly make this as hard as possible? <laughs> That's great, though. That's great. I, I can't wow. wait to see how uh, how that all works out. So what, what, oh, yeah. Me too. You know, when I was writing it, I was saying yeah. the same thing. I wonder how this is going to end. <laughs> so so uh, how bad was it? Were you able to uh, – um, did it come pretty easy or was it a, it sounds really like that would really truly be a very difficult thing to write. Actually, you know, the Jake series is, um, is, is very easy to write and it just kind of flows because, uh, it's comedic. 
uh, it's slapstick almost in certain certain aspects, even though it has a crime and evil stuff and bad stuff going on. But you know, a lot of my stuff, my Dub Walker stuff, was was more hardcore forensics and police procedure and stuff. And then the Sam Cody stuff mm-hmm. was, you know, police procedural almost, and 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 a little woo woo thrown in there because all the Sam stories have a little bit of that metaphysical stuff to them. But I decided, you know, I want to do something light. I want to do something funnier. I want to do something that that I don't have to deal with all that 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 stuff. And so, kind yeah, of right. uh, kind of happenstance and coincidence and stupid stuff can happen in these stories. And so, I literally start with two or three scenes in my mind. Every one of the books I've written, and actually, I finished the fourth one, and it's uh, it's at Ocean View being mm-hmm. edited now, and it'll be out next April. And so. I, I just start with two or three scenes and just start writing and say, you know, let's see what happens. And um, nice. and I've had fun with it. It's really easier writing. It's a lot more fun because you're not tied to an outline and a structure and a lot of details. Right, right. Wow. So you you uh-huh. are pretty much shrouded in in crime science and forensics. You 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 write about it. You talk about it. You 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 consult. Myriad people on it. What yeah. what do you think people would be surprised to know that you? How do you how do you escape? What do you do when you don't <laughs> want to deal with crime? Oh, crack cocaine. No. No. I still practice I medicine, <laughs> so I go to the office a couple of days a week, and I play golf, you know, and then, you know, then right. I sit around and play with my imaginary friends, you know, here in my office. So, uh, it's, right. uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy writing. I love the process. And I always tell people, if you don't love the process, go do something else. Because if you right. don't like Truly. sitting down alone, because writing, as you well know, you really mm-hmm. have to make a lot of sacrifices for. You know, you sacrifice yeah. family, friends, time, uh, you know, travel. You you sacrifice everything for it because you spend hundreds of hours by yourself, and there's no other way to do it. And so you better, right. better, better love it. And I do love it. So, you know, mm-hmm. I like sitting around. I'm working on the next one. i got three books in the pipeline. You know, The Sunshine State you're talking about is right. coming out next Tuesday. And I've got two others mm-hmm. already in the pipeline, a whole new series, and then the next Jake book. And I'm working on the next one. And I'm already oh, nice. 30,000 words into it. You have to stay ahead of the curve, as it were. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm impressed. I thought we wrote a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, right? Wow. Yeah, between the two of us, we always have three going on. That's it. Exactly. Writer's yeah. right. Writer's right. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, it's it's interesting too because that's actually a good a good uh, uh, kind of topic. Uh, very briefly, because it it you do sacrifice so much, and I don't think I don't think people, the general public, really realizes what goes into uh, writing a book. It, it, you know, it, they just it tends to you know you tend to just kind of think, well, are you are you done yet? Are you you know why can't you watch my children? Why can't you're at home all day? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what What would you say is is the greatest sacrifice that you've made for your writing? Well, that's difficult because I'm not sure it's a sacrifice. You know, it's uh, but 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 it but it is. I mean, you do sacrifice things, but you sacrifice it for another love. You know, people 
people do what people do, you know, like like you take distance runners. I used to be a distance runner. The time you spend on the streets by yourself in your shoes, sweating and running, if you don't enjoy doing that, you're not going to run marathons. It's not going to happen. It's not going right, to happen. Right. And it's the same thing. You've got to put one foot in front of the other. So if it's something you want to do or you need to do, I guess is the cliche, then just do it. Don't uh, yeah. don't shy yeah. away. Don't be afraid. Just you know, put on your backpack and go to work and take put one foot in front of the other. If you don't want to do it, you won't do it. You know, if you're not willing to put in the time, you better go do something else. I say that about medical school. I tell people, if you want to be a doctor, well, you got to go to medical school. And if you don't want to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of hours on your feet, you know, with books and with patients and with doing the night work and all this, if you don't want to do it. You better find something else to do because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah. It's all about Right. Time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if if you if you weren't if you weren't writing and you and you weren't uh playing golf. <laughs> yeah. What what do you think is is there is there anything else out there that you cuz I I find this to be a really difficult uh question to answer because I I don't really know for myself, and so I'm always curious about other other writers who are as prolific and uh, uh, as immersed in writing as as you are. Um, if you weren't a writer, what what do you think you you would be right now at this point in your life? Or a oh, serial yeah. killer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? It's a good profession. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It pays the bills if you do it right. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I, I don't know. You know, people wander around and don't know what they want to do. But, you know, most people end up doing what they want to do at the end of the day. I, I knew from 10 years old that I was not only going to go to medicine. I knew what branch of medicine. I was going to go into hearts. I knew that. I knew that, and oh. I never wavered from that. And so you look back and you say, well, what if I would considered something else? And I started thinking, yeah. you know, I could have been this, I could have been that, I could have done that, you know, I could have been yada, yada, yada. Uh, but then I sat there and say, yeah, but none of that stuff was interesting to me. So exactly. I wouldn't have been yeah. happy doing that other stuff. And so I'm glad that I didn't do that other stuff. I think the other yeah. job that might interest me would be a homicide detective. I think that is mm-hmm. because of the puzzles, the puzzle solving of that. Is very fascinating to me. Yeah. I guess that's probably why we right. write crime fiction. But I think that's a good job. Profiling right. would be fun. Profiling would be fun. That's to me. That's part yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, being a detective, yeah. solving yeah. some problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like you that. You get to do that writing books. Yeah, and the, the yeah. things yeah. you've done with your life, the forensics things, and all that. You you are doing these things in, in the mm-hmm. most fun way. It's really great. Yeah. It's problem Alistair, solving. Did you ever? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I used to want to be a an astronaut till I realized I didn't understand math and I didn't want to pee in one of those suits when I was a little kid. And and <laughs> the only other thing I always wanted to be was a writer. And so I stuck with that. Now, Alistair, did you have any any weird thing that you wanted to be? Um, I think I think the weirdest thing I really ever wanted to be was a a rock star. And you know that's probably what a lot of Aww. people went through. But I loved I loved music. I loved writing, uh, like little poetry that I thought of as songs. I liked to sing. Um, 
I also went through a brief He's phase good at where it too. I yeah. <laughs> I also went through a brief phase where I thought I'd like to be a fireman because I love fire. I know that sounds really weird, <laughs> but I love fire. A serial killer man making, yeah. yes, okay. Yeah, see, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then and yeah. then I thought and then I thought for a while when I was going through my I better be practical phase, you know, in my late teens and early twenties, I thought, you know, I'm I found out through a series of um, strange events, uh, more than one, it was weird, but uh, that I'm actually really quite, I do really well in emergency situations. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll be a paramedic. And just nothing ever happened. And in the meantime, I was writing, and eventually one day I just woke up and yeah. said, why don't I just admit that this is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your skin is an exotic so dancer. Really. It's fun, too. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. But but you know, uh, of all these for so long, you know. Yeah. Well, of all these professions, I think the serial killer one is the most interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. think so too. I think so too. You got to keep all the balls you, in the air, you know. It's uh. <laughs> yeah. So so you're the I'm most qualified. You know totally, how to get away with it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's the getting I'm, away I'm with it. That's the hard part. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm curious about. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but um, I, I've been watching something on Netflix, and it's it's called The Staircase, and uh, mm. I cannot make up my mm-hmm. mind about what happened. Are you familiar with the Michael Peterson case? No, I Is haven't that the been, I haven't been okay. that. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, Is if you ever are, let me know thing? what you're. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let me no, no. It's it's he was an, he was a novelist, and it was like it was years ago. Oh. But anyway, if you ever do, I'm I'm curious of your 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 thoughts on that because I've watched it and I'm completely baffled. But I don't have the uh, I'm not a natural born investigator. So, but anyway, right. yeah. I watched um, the Bundy tapes, and I thought that was very very good. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that, that was very well yeah. done. Yeah, it was yeah, a documentary yeah, basically on the Ted Bundy series and. You know, anybody who writes crime should watch that because it's it's I think it's yeah. kind of the definitive analysis of of the whole Bundy situation who is a uh, yeah. who is an enigma on so many levels. You you mentioned one of your series yeah. um has a little bit of woo woo going on. What yeah, kind yeah. of woo woo? The supernatural. Well, uh, how, Samantha how Cardi in, in in the first book, uh Devil's Playground. There's a guy in prison who's who's murdered three children in a ritual thing, and then and now other murders start happening in the neighborhood in Sam's hometown, wow. which is a made-up hometown in the high desert of California. But they have his signature and even his weapon and all this stuff, and and it's um, you know how did he manipulate these people? And I'll leave that to the reader mm-hmm. to decide. Um, and then in Original Sin, there's a snake handler preacher and. And and things start happening to this cardiovascular surgeon, female cardiovascular surgeon, Sam Sprin, who who kind of echoes some woo-woo stuff through this guy mm. that's dead now, and it's weird. And 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 so I threw a little woo-woo in there, even though I don't. It's interesting. I don't read horror, and I don't read fantasy, and I don't read that stuff. But these stories just seem to flow in that direction. So I'm you know okay. Yeah. If you want to go there, I'll go with that you. Doesn't- you know. Yeah, right, it doesn't have right. to be hard. You have when I when I was a kid, I tried reading Nancy Drew, and I hated it because they always always left no room for the idea that maybe something woo woo really was happening. Right. And 
I like books that almost, 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 you know, take the woo-woo away, but there's still that little, mm-hmm. you know, woo in Maybe. the ear at the what end. What if? Maybe. Exactly. It is, yeah, yeah. You do that, or or that's kind of what the sound books that? are. When you finish them, it's oh, like, cool. okay, I think I understand this, but but that's it could have been what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I have to read those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right up your alley, yeah, yeah. It it's, is uh, yours too. Uh, and I'm, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I, me too, me too. I'm, I'm, I like, I like, I like both. I'm, I'm. You know what mm-hmm. really scares me though, and pe- people ask you that when when they find out you write horror. You know, well, what scares you? I'm like, eh, not what you think. I'm I'm scared of real life. No. <laughs> I'm scared of the, yeah. <laughs> you know, the real people, real people. You know, that that's what yeah. scares me. I don't exactly. know about ghosts and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably that the scariest yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, the supernatural yeah. is more yeah. of a playground, and the the, the yeah. serial killers they're a lot scarier. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yes. say you have in the in the pipeline a new series? Is that what you said? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Wow. Um, is, is like this, I said, uh, this is the this is a Jake about? book, and I got the next Jake oh. book coming in April, called Rigged. Right. But in the interim, in October, I'm uh, I have a book called Skin in the Game, and it's the first Kane mm. Harper book. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a different it's a little darker, and it's a it's a little departure from. From all of this, and uh, Bobby Kane and and Harper McCoy are, were raised by a gypsy family throughout the South. They were basically a bunch of criminals who put on shows, but they also were second story men and con artists and all this stuff. And then the family got busted up by the FBI when uh, when Harper was twelve and Kane and Bobby Kane was uh, was uh, Harper was thirteen and Bobby Kane was twelve. And then they end up going to orphanages and then they meet each other on the other side of the world. In Afghanistan, when Harper ends up as a CIA operative, and Bobby Kane is a C, is a spook world assassin because he became Bobby Blade at age seven. He could throw knives. He was a master. Nice. And just something he had a gift for. So he can and a second story kid. His uncles trained him to to go into homes, even occupied homes, and rob stuff and shit. And so Bobby Kane could get in. Right. And out of, place and kill someone quietly so they end up hooking up Ooh. again and now they're in civilian life and they're fixers and so the first case is a, a retired current a fired uh, air force general's granddaughter has been uh has disappeared from vanderbilt university and they're hired to find her and uh the story goes from there that sounds nice. great Very yeah, cool. it's, it's a, they're yeah, fun yeah. characters they're fun characters did you oh, say yeah. you had a update for that that's uh, October. 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 Yeah. Nice. So, um, you. whole new series, <laughs> and now I'm working on the next in that series. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah, great. I I think that's wow. fantastic. I I love I love hearing that because yeah, it's uh, you you uh, will never let down your uh, your loyal fans. That's important. You know, people yeah. don't have to wait for years and years and years between a DP Lyle book. <laughs> and actually, on top of on top of writing, you also uh, host a podcast series, Criminal Mischief. What's that about, yeah. and where can we hear it? Well, it's uh, it's on uh, uh, you know authors on the air. You know, same as you guys, so you can find it there. Right. And if you go to my website, it'll connect all of them. I think I've got about 
18 shows, and i got a couple more coming up. But basically, it's called Criminal Mischief, the Art and Science of Crime Fiction. Uh, you know, we talked about this earlier, and, and you know, Jan Burke and I did Crime and Science Radio for three and a half years. We had 70 shows, and they were basically interviews and with people who are experts in the field, you know, profilers and mm-hmm. pathologists and you name it, you know, toxicologists, and, uh, uh, you, you name it. We had uh, the professionals huh? in the field. And, yeah. you know, getting interviews together like this is like herding cats. And I decided that right. on this show, basically <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And so it's a combination of, of fiction writing, you know, and my advice and my experience there and teaching people point of view and voice and all this stuff. But it's also about crime and the science of crime. And, um, and so if you go there and listen, I think it's a mixture of that. But unfortunately... You got to put up with me for twenty to thirty minutes on every show, so um, <laughs> <laughs> there are no guests. Yeah. So if you, if you don't like to listen to me yammer about stuff, you better go listen to something else. But uh, but you know, I always say what I don't know, I make up. So uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's great. In fact, if we if we ever get tired of doing things this way, maybe that's what we ought to do. We'll <laughs> just get on and talk for twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, just talk about stuff. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if Pam would go for that. I bet she would. <laughs> and when we start giggling because one of us said spurt or something, that it would just go downhill from there, though. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, my latest edition, it was called Sunshine State, and what I actually did is I read mm-hmm. the first two chapters of Sunshine State. So if anybody wants to get a taste ah. for it, just go oh. to Criminal Mischief, and you can listen to me uh, – <laughs> stammer through the first two chapters of Sunshine <laughs> State, and you can kind of get a feel for the story. <laughs> oh, fun. All right. Yeah, I decided yeah, I to do that just for the heck of it. Again, it's my show. I love it. I can do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> right. You That's can do right. what you want. Down straight. Mm-hmm. All right, and on that note, uh, the, book is, the book is Sunshine State, and it is book three in the Jake Longley Thriller series. And um, uh, could you tell us again when that comes out? It comes out next Tuesday, May 21. It's from Ocean View Publishing, the great, wonderful Bob and Pat and all the p- people there at Ocean View. Um, and it'll be available. It's obviously it's available for pre-order, but it's it, it, it hits the streets May 21. If you go to my website, dplylmd.com, it'll connect you to all this stuff, Crime and Science Radio, the podcast, oh, yeah. my blog, this book, everything. So Great. All right. Well, as you know, uh, you are welcome back anytime. We will totally plan on having you back. We're looking forward to uh, your upcoming releases. And uh, in mm-hmm. the meantime, I hope that you're uh, having fun and staying off that crack and controlling uh, your uh, <laughs> homicidal You urges. guys do. And I always have fun here. Thank you guys for asking me. We always have a good time. Oh, oh <laughs> We we love you. Uh, thank you for <laughs> yes we do. And thank you by the way, a big public thank you for uh, uh, answering some of our own questions about oh, the sure. stuff that we're yeah, writing. You, you. You're very helpful. And you're very patient. You're very generous with your time, mm-hmm. and we appreciate that. I I appreciate being asked. <laughs> All right. Too. I All understand right, well, Livermore better on... than I ever dreamed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for being on, and thank you, everybody, for listening. And until next week, we wish you haunted nights.
and sweet screams. Thank you for listening. Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. <laughs> <laughs>